Warning. You are entering the Blue Tiger Den, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Blue Tiger Revenge. Brought to you by... NARPIG! Hit the music. And we're back for another episode of the Blue Tiger Revenge Podcast. Uh, it just everything keeps getting longer. Our intro gets longer. Our name gets longer. Uh, just I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what that was in the beginning. I don't know. Here. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Uh, I'm feeling like you've got some new effects up your sleeve over here. I well, that wasn't me. That wasn't you. That wasn't me. No. No, oh, wow. uh, it it must have been I don't know uh, the NSA, dark web. CIA must have been the dark web, the intellectual dark web. Wow, well, well, we're here for another episode. Uh, this is uh, like I said, I you're the king of beards. Yes, I'm uh, comic book creator Tagalusha, and uh, yeah, man, <laughs> you're totally <laughs> thrown off right now. I'm so thrown. Off I don't even happened. know what that was. Good God! Uh, but I loved it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I've been going down that UFO, or excuse me, UAP. There we go. Uh, rabbit hole. And so. That's wow. got to be what it was. It's the aliens, man. It's, uh, it's that uh, false flag on the. Uh, on the. On the, on the <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, the CIA, NSA, all of them, they're out there. They're watching us. They're, they're probably using us to plant false material um but comic it, book material in the comic book industry that's right yeah, okay that's yeah. right yeah wow uh jesus well uh we're back we made it through uh summer cons over we, we did uh, we, we made it through some people got, i mean everybody got sick afterwards yeah we, yeah we made it through we made it through we did uh, i had a blast man that was a that was a pretty uh pretty good show uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was. I, I will say this: it was a very enjoyable show. It was not financial, like uh, I guess financially, it wasn't like the best con. Sure. For like moving books and stuff, but overall, just hanging out, meeting folks. Uh, we had a gigantic crew. Yeah, we did. Which was very, very cool. Very, I mean, how many people we had? What 11 people or something? Nine people at one point? I think point? nine at one point, yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Um, that revenge crew, man, they 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 come out strong, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty neat. And uh, hey, to everybody who's listening, if you met us at SummerCon and uh, you know, you bought <laughs> Operation Blue, uh, thank you, that was awesome. Yeah. Operation Blue actually, uh, Seemed to be quite the for just being like a little, I don't know what you call it, like a little promo book, book yeah. yeah. We did really well with those, those did way better than we thought they would do. I thought we would wow. sell like two, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and we sold a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. People the, did not go for the print. They weren't interested in that. Not no, one bit. Well, I think that, uh, you know, this is primarily a toy show, you know, so... Yeah. The comic creator guess, I mean, it's not it's not your typical artist alley. Um, and it's not your typical like comic artists, comic creators uh lineup. You know, they had some great ones, you know, yeah. but uh I, I feel like this show was more built towards um figures. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was not um comics were secondary, everything else I think was first. But uh there there were some cool I mean, we got I mean, the one thing that's great about cons like that is, you know, uh, it makes certain like they had some guests there that normally there'd be a huge line. Yeah. Some comic creators like um, what's his name? Simon Bisley, man. Yeah. Simon Bisley. You just walk right up and just talk to him. Yeah. Where I, I feel like if you were at another con like C2E2 or Heroes Con or something, the line would be around the door. Yeah. Uh, I, I think yeah. even like Rose somewhere, somewhere like Rose City or Emerald City, that's more of a comic-based convention. I think, yeah. you know, the line would have been much, much bigger. Yeah. I mean, also coming out of the pandemic, I, yeah. I, it seems like the conventions are, um, what's the word? Uh, subdued. Yeah. They're a bit subdued. They're a bit quiet in compared. I mean, I'm sure they're still getting good numbers, but I think people are they're coming in, getting what they want, what they're there for, and then they get out. Sure, sure. I mean, I I I, I got some good stuff at uh, SummerCon. Oh my god! I'll post. I'll uh, I'll uh, post. We'll, we'll put a picture of it in the uh, um, in the post for this episode on the Substack of the Bisley sketch that he did oh, for me. Yeah, the Casey yeah. Jones. That thing was so sweet. Oh man! I keep forgetting you got a commission. Yeah, yeah. Even hell, even my sister, uh, she bought a bunch of prints from him and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I, ones I did not expect. No, <laughs> no. Anybody who knows who's who's a fan of uh, Beasley's work knows, probably has an inkling of what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, her husband's a very like straight, yeah. straight edge shooter, right? You know, he's yeah. a straight, straight dude. He uh, was like, he wanted to put the print they got like in the entryway. So like, that's the first thing you see when you walk through the door. Even you know, normal. She's pretty wild, but she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, I think that might be much for people. Maybe put it in the hallway. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Around the corner. I don't Just think, think we can have. Think this about Halloween, person. man. Trick or treat, kids. Trick or treating. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know. Uh, that he's not really a comic book guy, so yeah. I was kind of happy to hear that he enjoyed himself that much. Where he was like, "Oh man, this is some cool stuff." Yeah, I actually I got some cool comics too. I I you know I picked up uh, the the seventy eight I think it's seventy eight seventy eight or seventy seven the Marvel uh, Godzilla number one. Uh, yeah, which it just blew my mind that all that stuff's worth anything. Yeah, literally, like especially that one. Yeah, like. Dude, a couple years ago, it was worth like two bucks, man. Yeah. You could just get it anywhere, I, like bargain bin it. I picked up uh, Devil Dinosaur number one, the original, Jack Kirby. Um, and then I picked up uh, Detective Comics, I believe 566, which is uh, it's a pretty famous uh, Batman cover. It's like him in a hallway with pictures of all of his rogue gallery. It's a really, really okay. cool cover. Yeah. Oh, and then cool. I got some Eastman signatures and then... Uh, I got. I have oh, a. Did you go take some stuff to get signed? I gave it to Matt to stand in line. I wasn't about to stand in that line, man. Um, wow. 
Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. Look at you now. Look at you. You've come so far. I know, right? I'm not standing in line. Well, I mean, I might have if you and I wouldn't have just walked right up. (laughs) Well, I was going to do that regardless. Yeah, I'm not going to stand up. And then then I have a a new 52 Batman issue one by Snyder and Capullo. And uh, Matt got that signed for me, too. So I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with my haul, man. Yeah. Yeah. What about your figures? Oh, oh man. I, I traded uh I traded some figures, uh some turtle figures. I won't say what, what which ones they are. Um, but I traded a okay. four I traded a four pack for I wanna say like nine Empire Strikes Back fortieth anniversary figures. Now is that good? I don't Oh I, yeah. I, you know me, I don't Yeah, I, I think it, it I was I was happy with it, you know. Um yeah. Wow. They're cool. That's great. Yeah. So I had a good convention, man. Uh, and then obviously got to meet a ton of people. Uh, I got to talk to, I got to talk about you're, Operation you're Blue. Leaving, you're leaving off your biggest item, man. Which one? John Wick. Oh, shit. Dude, I bought that before the show even started on Friday. I walked in. Yeah. I've been looking for this figure for years. And yeah. uh, I walked in. We were just perusing the show floor Friday, kind of before it opened. And there it was, a Mezco 112 John Wick. And I was like, hey, I'll take it. And uh, and that was wow. that. Yeah. Look at that. There it is. It's good times, there man. I had a blast. I had a blast. Other than, you know, getting sick, which sucked. But uh, I'm on the men now. And, uh, you know. I think that's part of the con experience. It's part of the con yeah. experience. I could say next time... Uh, I, I it's partially my fault. I think next time I do a convention, I'm going to, you know, mask up and like have hand sanitizer and all that good stuff that I just didn't even think about, which, well, you know, I mean, you have we had all that stuff there. It's just, yeah, you know, and when you're in the mix of the culture, I guess. Yeah. You're just, when you're and you're just, you're talking. just talking. Yeah. And there's I'm, a lot going on. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I wouldn't consider myself like a super talkative guy. Just, I don't like talking to random people, but, uh, I, well, if you're going to work those tables, listen, you got it. listen, <laughs> I sold the shit out of Operation Blue and Blue Tiger Revenge. So, <laughs> well, the, the, our Substack numbers will, uh, they, it will be the judge of that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, it, uh, it was overall, I think, a good con. Um, I had to bring, well, I ordered, a lot of books. You did. A lot of books, way more than I normally do, like boxes upon boxes of books. What was your stock up for the rest of the year? So Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, I brought home a lot of books. Well, I've still got a box here getting ready to ship to you, too. So That's true. That's true. It, it should be light. There's not too many in yeah. there. Just, I, just a few. I will say, I will say my, favorite, my favorite part of the con was uh, my niece, Bear, uh, oh we got to bring her, I got to bring her to, uh, we flew her up from California to her first, this was her first convention. So, uh, yeah. she came with us open to close every single day. And, you know, by the we, end of on it, her own volition, we did not. Yeah. By her, her own to- volition. Yeah. yeah. I think it was day two. She woke up and was like, what time are you guys leaving? And I was like, I'm like 30 minutes. Are you going to come with us? And she was like, oh, if I'm ready. She was ready before I was. She was ready, ready to go. Oh, yeah. Um, she was fired up. Yeah. And and she just would roast us the entire the entire time. It was great. I loved it. And she yeah, had a blast. 
She's a good kid, man. Like, yeah. She, uh, Hell of an artist. She's got some skill. I was very normally, you know, people talk like, oh, man, my daughter or my niece or my son or whatever. They always go, oh, they're so good. Wait till you see the work and you see it. And as a pro, you just be like, no. Yeah, really great. I can honestly say it was one of the few times where when I saw her stuff, I was like, oh, shit, she's going to be good. Like, she keeps, if she keeps, what's the word? Like, if she's in a good environment where she can keep, like, nurturing those yeah. skills, Yeah, I think she could really do some really wonderful things. Just a matter of whether she keeps the interest alive, you yeah. know? Um, Absolutely. She's also, how old is she, 14 14, now? yeah. Yeah, so she's got to get through all the throes of high school. Um, yeah. And see if she, you know, people, their interests wane. They go in different directions, but For sure. she keeps it up. She definitely has, she had some stuff that... I thought it was really well done. Yeah. You know, that was easily, easily not far from being professional level. And that's pretty good for 14. Yeah. And, and that's not something that you specifically would, would say to somebody. <laughs> I, w- I would not say that. No, I'd be like, Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Keep at it. Yeah. That's how, you know, you're just getting there. Like, yeah. Seen this a thousand times. Yeah. No, no. She, she actually, especially for a 14 year old kid with no, just figure it out on her own. She had some really good stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. I'm, I'm excited impressive. for her to take some like high school art classes and just continue to continue to develop and see, yeah, what, she, see what she, she does. Has, I, yeah. I hope, and also she, I hope she ends up getting like a good art teacher or something, someone that will help like build that confidence to keep yeah. rolling with it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Cause that's always like, Good art, a good art teacher at that age can like make or break. It can either make it where you you never draw again, or that's all you want to do is draw. Yeah, I think. I think you know? so, definitely. Yeah, I, I, that kind of goes for everything, right? Like, yeah. You're at that age where you're 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 interested in everything, but you can easily not be interested in anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, man, it was a it was a good con. Uh, in the evenings, we we watched um, what's it called Obi Wan. You missed Which, the finale. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, well, I mean, I know that Vader and Obi Wan both live, so. Well, yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Oh, they just have another slap slap fight. Oh, it's good. a great fight. Uh, really? And, oh, okay. it was probably one of the better one of the better duels that I've seen. And uh, let me tell you, Obi Wan found his groove and whooped his ass what he beat up vader he whooped his ass there was a time vader vader got the upper hand first buried him in rocks and then obi-wan just blasted the rocks apart and then uh it was actually a really like really really well done very emotional scene where he cuts off half of his helmet and so you see you know you see half of vader and uh you know, Obi-Wan tells him he's sorry, and Vader's like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. And, uh, wow. yeah. And then that throwdown. And, well, the throwdown was over. That was the end of the throwdown. And, oh, okay. uh, and, and then Obi-Wan just says, basically just walks away and says, see you around, Darth, and walks away. Um, <laughs> something like that. I don't remember the exact line, but uh, it was... Ta-ta. It was great. It was great. And also, uh, Liam Neeson, Qui-Gon, makes an appearance. 
as a force ghost in the end, which was great. Um, okay. To just piss all over a downed Vader. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Palpatine. Wow. Palpatine makes a, makes an appearance as well, who was at oh. SummerCon over the weekend, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it was over overall um, one of the best Star Wars, uh, Disney Star Wars, period. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I heard some people kind of say it was meh they didn't really they couldn't get into the obi-wan show yeah but i mean i i don't know i'm in you know me i'm in yeah here's the thing head cannon is a dangerous thing head cannon head cannon it's a dangerous thing are you are you familiar with head cannon yeah it's you you build something up in your head you want it to be a you've envisioned things going a certain way and then when you're presented anything different then you're like, ah, it's not as good as what I would have done. Right. I well, and it's not that. Yeah. But then and then you'll criticize it. Oh, this is terrible. This is bad. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, whatever. When, you know, poor acting, bad, bad production, blah, blah, blah. When it's not any of those things, it's just not exactly what was in your head. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, it was just, uh, you know, it was an OK story. Sure. It was, sure. You know, hey, it was what you. To each I mean, their own. When we watched it, it was like kind of everything I would expect from an Obi Wan TV show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, it was kind of this re- hero redemption story. Yeah, I, um, I definitely think it could have been a situation. movie. I think it could have been a movie because um, I think there was some stuff that you know there was some stuff, some fluff. You know, anytime you're in a TV, sh- you're in a TV show situation. I don't care how many episodes is there. It's always going to be some filler time um oh yeah you know yeah cause what was it six episodes yeah yeah um so six episodes each episode is like an hour long roughly. yeah anywhere from anywhere from like 40 minutes to to an hour long yeah um, yeah i mean there's gonna be some filler but you know you get six hours of content versus yeah. what's Which, the best you're gonna get two I, and a half maybe yeah and you know what uh the, i think the same goes for other shows like um you know, I think one of the best television shows on right now is The Boys, and I think there's some filler stuff in those up in the in this season. You know, every bit of The Boys is great. I'll take all the filler. I love it. <laughs> I love, I it, love it too. It. I love I it love too. It. But there's parts of it that's like, okay, this is just this when scene is in here. When are going to meet? When are they going to cross paths? And what's going to happen? You haven't seen the new episode? Yeah, I have a feeling. I watched it last. Uh, we watched it last night, and it was everything I wanted it to be. Doctor Wife. Oh, you gotta you gotta come into the microphone a little bit more though. Oh, sorry. I said Doctor Wife uh, and I. That's our show. Yeah. And I don't I don't cheat. So I. I mean I know that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Because we watched it last week while you were here. Yeah, her but her and I are all caught up. We just haven't watched the newest episode. We were thinking about watching it last night, but she wasn't feeling good. So. Oh yeah. We'll watch it soon. You, soon enough. It's, it's amazing. You know who I'm digging? I'm digging Soldier Boy, man. I think he's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very cool. He's very... I mean, he's a piece of shit. Like yeah, all they all are. Yeah. They but all I'm, are. I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with him. He uh, kind of seems like the only character in the show who is not a piece of shit is M.M. <laughs> he's he's kind of yeah, the only that one. Means he's not going to last long. We all know he's his days are numbered. At some point, he's going to die. I just, I just know it. Well... I won't. I know he dies in the comics. I know he dies. They all die. Yeah, Butcher kills most of them. Yeah, Um, everyone but Huey. Yeah, 
And then he gets Huey to kill him. Yep. Yeah. What's interesting is how much they've kind of gone in different directions with the characters from the comic. I agree. So I'm very curious to see now that they're kind of going in a different direction. I'd, I'm curious to see if they're going to go back to back, get more on track or if they're just going to continue. Like I could see them. I hope they continue. Yeah. Cause like soldier boys, not way different. In the comic. And, way and I'll different. be honest. I like the show better than the comic like um well yeah i mean comics are a product like any piece of entertainment it's a product of its time yeah like there's stuff that ages well stuff that this one like the boys is i'll be curious in 10 years from now the boys probably there's going to be some stuff that unless you were around for right now oh for sure it's not gonna it's not gonna hit the same it's just they're hitting on stuff that's so fresh whether it's like to the january 6th yeah like covid yeah um you know i mean they're hitting on all that kind of stuff cancel culture all that kind of stuff stuff that you know if you're already you know if you're in your 20s in 10 years you're gonna be like what are they referencing i don't get it right right yeah but i think it's great oh i think it's a lot of people that don't like it fuck them yeah Uh, I, i promise you most of the people who don't like it think you know, Homelander's a, a pretty okay dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at some of the re- certain rallies, you see people dressed up as them. It makes you wonder. Yeah. Uh, if you're dressing cool. up as Homelander as your hero, oh, I would not want to be friends with you. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, if you think he's a good guy, you got some issues, man. That, well, that's the thing I like about the boys is the even like the protagonist is not a good guy butcher not a good guy whatsoever I butcher but yeah, i love him too he's crossed over where he doesn't care yeah he does he has nothing to lose and he's just gonna burn every bridge yeah i will i will say the one character i like from the comic better than the show um i like huey from the comic better than huey from the show now i think jack okay. quaid is phenomenal jack quaid does a great job as huey um yeah. But, you like? Did you like that they at least found a way to fit? Even though Simon Pegg's too old now, I did love they that. Found a way to fit him in. I did love that. Yeah, because he was like kind of the he was exa- he, he was who they modeled him after. Yeah, yeah, and like I think at one point there was even talks of doing a boys the movie, and yeah. Simon Pegg was the guy. Yeah, it's weird how Simon Pegg did like one of his first TV shows was oh what was it called Space or whatever where he played a comic artist and he has somehow always been tied to comic culture and comic films. And it just, it's almost like people love Simon. I love Simon Pegg. I think he's great. Yeah. It's just, he's, it it takes so long to get these movies made and TV shows made that it's almost like he kind of missed some of the, I think really great projects that he could have stepped in and, you know, starred in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My, my issue with Huey, and again, it has nothing to do with Jack Quaid. I think Jack Quaid is great. He plays him very, very good. The fact that he can go from like comedy to super serious to tears to back to comedy in like one scene is incredible. Um, I just I haven't really seen any sort of. There's been like no sort no sort of like progression of a of character for him in the. Well, there has been progression, but it's 
If you're watching the current season, it's not really, not really. He's the same. He's he's he hasn't changed at all. And like in the comic, uh, the one thing about Huey in the comic is that he was always the good guy, right? And yeah, um, I like that they did away with that though, because he seemed like the good guy. But even good guys, even everybody has insecurities, and I love that they've really played does. that with. <sighs> Yeah, he's but they've been, been he's always been the the wuss, man. He's always been the kid. But they've the, been the doing victim. it they've been doing it for three seasons. Yeah. That's that's I guess that's mine. Like I don't mind the insecurities. It's that there hasn't been any sort of growth in his character in three seasons. Yeah. I mean, you see him now that he's taken the, the compound V, yeah. you see him um He's turning into a villain. Yeah, I would say that's where the growth is. Yeah. Um and I like that. I think it's a natural progression. He's a dude that's been picked on his whole life. Even in like the show, he's still, even though he was like the main character, you yeah. could argue, um, he took a backseat to everybody. Yeah. You know, just because that's true. He took a backseat and now he's like, fuck you. I can, I'm going to do this. And it's not in a good way. He just so badly wants to save the day, wants to kick ass. And it's just, it's not for the right reasons. Right. You know, it's more for his ego and and less for like doing the right thing. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I think, I think that's interesting. I think it's a natural progression. It's not, you know, that's fair. I I mean, you could say the same thing about butcher, man. Sure. He's had opportunities to kind of turn around. He's just like said, ah, fuck it. I think that, well, I think there's, you know, I guess for me, the difference is that I view, you know, maybe I'm getting into headcanon here. I was going to say, it's a little headcanon, man. Yeah. (laughs) We're going full circle. Always. Going full circle. Always. And. (laughs) Which is fine. I don't know, man. I, it's not that I don't like it. It's that. It's getting the, the Huey is is Huey's take right now is getting old for me, I guess. Well, that's the thing with those characters, though, right? Yeah. It's like they never can get out of that niche. They yeah. never even they're always in that spot. Yeah. That's what always makes them. It's why they're they've always been picked on their whole yeah. lives is because uh, to, to yeah. me, I guess I guess to me, I feel like Huey should be more like I think Huey and, and, and Mother's Milk should be like kind of change places where Huey's really? the one who who doesn't take any compound V. Uh and it's yeah, that's again, maybe I'm I, getting into headcanon here, or maybe I'm I, thinking too much of the comics here too. Um I think so. you know you want Huey to be a bit of a more of an idealist where yeah. I think a guy who's been picked on and pushed around his whole life, those are the guys that always power trip the hardest man. Sure. You know, oh I mean look, you're totally look, right. Yeah, I mean look at Look at Capitol Hill. <laughs> Look at Capitol Hill. Yeah. I have to get into politics, but I mean, like. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always. Uh, there's nothing worse than, um, you know, what's the saying about. Uh, oh, what was it? You hear the thing like, uh, give an ugly guy a chance and they feel like they own the, they, they rule the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That sort of thing. Meaning, meaning the saying means is like. When an ugly dude is given a chance by, like, say, an attractive woman, those are the guys that stereotypically like cheat. I don't know if that's true, but like the stereotype is those are the guys that treat, you know, treat women, you know, treat a gal, their girlfriend like shit because they're like, oh, yeah, I got it, you know. Sure. It's the ego. It's the ego boost. Sure. I will say, you know what? I'll, I don't I'll, know how. I'll end it by just saying I hope because because to me Huey is is supposed to be. 
the the good guy, the idealistic one. Yeah. I I hope that he has some sort of turnaround. Um, I, probably what he makes the right choices. Yeah, that's you know? and I will say I love what they're doing with Starlight. I love I love her stepping into the spotlight as the good guy. Well, yeah, you, well, shit, yeah, you haven't she seen like the latest episode. Was she the good guy in the comic? Uh, yes and no. Yes, and they they okay. uh, uh, they were not very. They weren't as nice to women in the comic as I would say they are on this show. Oh, they do a lot better of a job on this show. Um, That's probably good. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, I don't know, man. I maybe yeah, I, maybe I'm getting in a little headcanon, but my it's not. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that it ruins the show for me. You know, it's just, it's just something that I noticed that kind of bothers me a little bit. I still think it's the best show. Uh, one of the best shows on television. So it's the only, I mean, out of all the superhero shows, man, it's the only one I actually look forward to watching. For sure. Being honest. I oh yeah. Care. Like you couldn't get me to watch any of the other stuff. Um, I'm sure it's good or has some redeeming quality. I just, well, I, I, I tried to watch Miss Marvel and uh, very well done. Wasn't People for seem to love it. Wasn't for me. I've heard yeah. it's great. It looks it looks good, um, but it wasn't. Uh, it, it felt like more of something that uh, Max would enjoy versus something that I would enjoy. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Well, it seems like it's got a way different vibe than the boys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no like wieners getting ripped off and True. faces exploding and things True. like that. True. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about Operation Blue a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, would you uh, would you think with the the printing and the execution to give you any ideas for uh, later down the road? I loved it, man. I thought it came out so well done. Um, yeah. It it looked way better than uh, than than anything I could have expected, and like I think it. And look, this is I back a lot of Kickstarters. Um, I back a lot of indie books. Um, yeah. I felt like the the production, as far as like the way the comic was put together, um, you know, the paper, the size, the weight, the feel, everything. I, I mean, it, it, it felt on par, um, you know, with 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 any of the books, you know, that we've backed or that I can go to the shop and buy. So I just think that yeah. I think they crushed it on the quality. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we made some good choices production wise. It, it just gave it a real, I guess, even though it's an indie book, it gave it a very mainstream feel. Yes. Even for being like just a few pages and a bunch of concept stuff. Right. Right. So I think it was what, like 14 pages. I can't even remember. I think it was, I think it was 16 pages total. And only, I think the first five were pages of the actual comic and the rest was, uh, you know, concepts of the, of, of the ladies of, of the barilla. And then, um, you know, the pro the cover process that you did, which you yeah. fucking crushed that cover. Um, oh, yeah, that turned out nice. That cover that is turned out awesome. Yeah. Um, we should save those prints, even though, uh, you know, the prints didn't sell well. The comic did. But I think once we get further down the line and there's more, uh, you know, when we have a full book, well, I feel like those prints will sell. Yeah, I think and 
uh, that, yeah, and I think there's some other stuff that we can do. Um, I'm very excited about doing like a Kickstarter for it. Um, yeah, or any kind of crowdfunding project for it. I think it. Uh, I think it'll it'll be really good. I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm curious to see how it does. I want to go. I, w- I want to go big on it, man. I want to do. I want <laughs> hardback like. You know. Okay. So we're gonna have to kick hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real hard. Yeah, we'll kick hard. Get those numbers high. Yeah. Okay. It's it's doable. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll just play it by ear. Yeah. No. It. um, I think the girls turned out really good. I like how they look. They seem on point with kind of what we would, what we wanted to do from a character standpoint. They. From from what I from what you know when I was was writing them all out you know and kind of picturing in my head they look way better than anything i could have pictured in my head well yeah of course yeah because i was designing them. i know but <laughs> i was just saying you know <laughs> yeah uh yeah they hit kind of the, i guess the stereotype but then i think we changed up the stereotype a little bit to make them a little bit more interesting just a little updated yeah you know yeah um yeah i think they'll be yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how, once it's all said and done, how people react to it. I, I hope people like it, and I hope people want more, because uh, we've got more stories to tell. And uh, I've got, yeah. I've I've got like, backstories on... All right, easy there, partner. You know, easy, I'm just easy. saying, I've got, you know, we have stories to tell, and I hope we get the opportunity to tell them. Yeah, I mean, we've got some, like, outlines, some working outlines that I think, um, yeah have potential yeah you know like i like that we talking about taking it into the like a ufo direction like yeah doing some stuff with that especially since it's so fresh in the zeitgeist right now yeah the uap and all the like like weird uh congressional hearings that have been going on with it you mm-hmm. know which haven't answered anything no they uh, never will and they never no. will we're never gonna know <laughs> i just want to know that's right I just want to know but yeah, I think that will be. I don't know. It gives us some good options, stuff to play with. Yeah, but you know that all that all depends on the Cubs, man. On you know if uh, if they like what we're putting out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the subsecond number's got to come way up. <laughs> <laughs> or or they you know buy the Kickstarter coming this coming uh, probably late fall or winter. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking that's probably when we'll do it. I yeah, think that'd be a good call. I just. I don't want to do the Kickstarter until I'm really close. To I agree. Done with all the art, because uh, let's be honest, man. There's nothing worse than backing a Kickstarter and then, at least for a comic, I can understand other stuff just because production is yeah production, but backing a comic that you're told is eighty percent done and then you're eight months down the road and there's like nothing, no update, no nothing. Yeah, and. I, you know, you see that common with some of these bigger Kickstarters lately. And to me, it just looks like, I mean, you and I have had many discussions behind closed. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, but that's it. We're not backing anything from these guys just because they're not putting any books out. Right. You, know, you can talk about it until you're blue in the face. But if you're not putting a book out, then like, what's the point? Makes you want, like, you know, I mean, there's a. I mean, there. <laughs> well, we got like four books from a couple of guys. Yeah. Well, one of them got fulfilled, I guess. But the other other books, there's three books that are completely unfulfilled, and you're like, where? 
parties. Yeah, what's going on? And, and we backed and them well getting, over a year ago. Yeah, and they're getting ready to do another Kickstarter. So it just kind of. I think like, I think okay. that's the part that bothers me the most. Like I love I love Kickstarter. I love supporting um, people doing projects on Kickstarter. Um, yeah, but. I, I just think it's uh, I, I think it's really, really poor taste if you are putting out a new Kickstarter when you have not fulfilled the previous one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it, like if it's game production, toy production, that's like, one thing that stuff. Yeah. Because you got to go overseas for another, uh, you know, and like that's just a whole nother animal. Like, you know, you're in it for a year and a yeah. half, you know, either, either um, that or like, you know, in the in the you know in the kickstarter where you can read all about the project be honest be honest with people and say we're 10 20 percent done like it's going to take some time to get this finished um but this is why we need the funding so we can get it finished and get it sent to you yeah i i respect that you know um and, and like giving updates but like hearing nothing for months at a time um yeah, it's like, pretty frustrating. Like Ron, Rand- Ron Randall is like a great example of how to do yes, like Kickstarter and do it. You know, he does what tw- two of them a year now. Yeah, and you know, like you know when it's it's going to get fulfilled, it gets fulfilled within a couple months. You know, because it's he just it's the book's already done. You know, you're not waiting on art and production. Like I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know for. There's books we've ordered that you and I have completely probably forgotten about at this point. Yeah, I, you sometimes know. you get them and it's like, oh, hey, great. Here they are. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're not going to name names. Cause like, no, but I, I think that's just that's bad form as well. So, yeah, it's just one of those. I don't know. Like I'm waiting on we just got an update on on those these two books that I ordered. And um, it's great. But then I'm seeing like other people already getting fulfilled. They've already been the order's been fulfilled. So I'm, I'm like wondering, like, okay, was, is there a priority? Is there an order, or is it just like it's one guy and his wife, and they did, you know, they got hundred thousand orders. Right. They have to send each individual, which is understandable too. Sure, but again, that you know, that comes down to like updates and letting people know, you know, constant yeah. communication, you know, with with you know your customers i think that that goes that goes a long way to build that trust if things aren't on time right because i feel like people are i'm a forgiving guy if you just tell me and be honest about what's going on um and so what what we're saying folks is that when we when we come down for our kickstarter we're going to be most of the way done and just constant communication with with their backers about where things are at in the process yeah, my entire goal with that is if we're doing the Kickstarter, especially if it hits its goal quickly, um, I mean, like right when the campaign's done, it's, you know, it's whatever bits of graphic design and then I'm taking it straight to printing house to get as, it printed as quick because shipping will be a nightmare. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, that will be that will be something that you and I will have to try and figure out like logistically how we're going to do this. That's you, know? you probably fly to my house and we <laughs> spend two yeah. days at the post office. Yeah. Well, I would say, or you, you know, you get printing stuff there and we just print yeah. and package there. Cause if you're, you'll be standing in line all day. You know, True. 
True. That's what I do here at the house. I print all the packaging slips. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to get a printer anyway, so it'll work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we sign a MailChimp, something like that. Yeah. You know, and just run everything through that. Um, I mean, that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very curious as to what 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 some of these other dudes are doing. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you a question. So because uh, I think I feel like we're on the same page, but, uh, you know, when it comes to you know, say we meet our funding goal, right? Yeah. And uh, we want to do stretch goals. Like for me, stretch goals for me are all about making the book better, right? I'm, I'm not like, I don't, I, I'm not a big, like when I get like pins and stickers and all this stuff, like I, I don't really know what I'm going to do with that. Like uh, I, it just ends up going in a box yeah. the same way. I think, yeah, I think you just dump it all into production um and you know unless you're making like absorbent amount of like money which i hope to, I, and i hope we do <laughs> yeah i mean i'm uh, i'm not gonna get my hope no me either. something like that um but yeah i'm all about just i think putting whatever money is into production yeah we want to we want to give you we want to give the cubs you all the best book that we can yeah yeah um that and also just i think being prepared for or you know you use whatever so that money is to hire somebody to help with shipping packaging that kind of stuff right i think that's also a smart way to go um i mean some of these kickstarters that are making like stupid money like some of the ones we're kind of wink wink referencing to yeah i think they could have with the amount of money they made off the the kickstarters that they did one after the other i think they could have probably afforded to take that money and invest into hiring somebody right you know even if it's just some high school kids or something you know or some college kids to help them package up their books and get them out if their books are even done i don't know you know it's one of those also i will remind you i'm married to an ultra organizer who loves to do that kind of stuff if you remember the the sticker box so yeah she (laughs) did rally that sticker box in nobody's business yeah I can easily say we had the best sticker box I've ever seen. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That turned out pretty slick. Um, dude, was there any, uh, has there been any new, well, comic news? Lots of news, but has there been any comic book news? Uh, I'm kind of quiet out there, it seems like. Yeah, nothing that's run across me, but again, like, I, uh, I don't know. I I haven't really seen anything outside of like, you know, your typical oh, new book announced or whatever. What? What do you got? You had sent told me about uh, what's this? Now what's going on with this Ezra Miller guy? Oh my gosh. Well, that's not comic book related, and that's really. I mean, <sighs> it kind of is. Like, <laughs> uh, he's the Flash, right? Yeah, yeah, they're the Flash. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will say this: yeah, they're done now. They have to be right. I mean, it just it's just one terrible thing after another. Um, and either they're, you know, someone is targeting them for the worst smear campaign I've ever seen in my life or they're a giant piece of shit. I think, um, that's, I think that's and, yeah. you know, the report, we, you know, what's weird. We had remember there's a, a couple years ago. There was that weird footage that came out of him. And yeah. you know, watch it. And we were well, like, them oh, they go by they go by oh, they, them. them. Yeah, excuse me. That's all right. There was that that weird footage of them that came out, and we were like, 
what is going oh, on? Oh, when they choked here? the fan and and it looked it looked almost gal, fa- right? yeah yeah it looked almost fake. Um, yeah, but it was like it definitely was real. Like it wasn't none of it was staged. It just you couldn't tell if they were joking around. Yeah, Andrew Miller was joking around and was just playing like a character. But the other person was like, wait, everyone was w- very weirded out by yeah. it. Yeah, and then and we we're like, oh man, that's that's kind of strange. Yep. And then well, well, here's what yeah. Warner Warner Brothers needs to just. They need to they need to spend the money and they need to recast and reshoot all of those all of the scenes and and take him out and take them out of the movie um, because because they 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 filmed like an entire movie around this cat right uh yeah yeah they 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 filmed the Flash and, and the Flash was supposed to be out now but they delayed it another year I think kind of probably because they're going to do which exactly because you can't I mean they they, they yeah Warner, they can't put them as the tent pole for the DC universe. You know what I mean? Not now. Not when they're like, like imprisoning children in their house and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Not, they're like evading, evading law enforcement. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty bad, man. And it's like every week there's something new. Yeah. And oh, it, Hey, I got something. Yeah. What do you got? This will be, Give me something good. Is it good? I don't know. If it's oh good. god! Oh my god! You sent me something about a Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah. Comic. <laughs> what is this? I have no idea. I just saw an ad for it, and I said, "The Exile." Finally, <laughs> Wesley Snipes returns to comics. Did he ever leave? I didn't. Was he ever in comics? Wesley Snipes back in comic book form. The new Kickstarter, The Exile. Okay, I don't know. Take that. What was we need that? To take that away from it's you. That, no, we listen. Need to take that away from you. That's gonna be. We bad. need to take that away from you. Oh wow! Listen. <laughs> well, now we've turned into shock jocks. That's, I've, I'm gonna have so much fun. I mean, the exile is this? Is it Wesley Snipe taking on the IRS? Is that what this? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, he he. My my guess is he ghost wrote a comic. Somebody ghost wrote a comic book for him. Would be my guess. I don't recognize any names, but the art looks really great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pull it up on Kickstarter or are you just looking at the no, photo I I'm sent you? I'm just looking at the thing you sent me because it comes with like a, a a statue and stuff. Oh, yeah. A little figure. I, which is, I, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I'll be honest. I just don't get it. I mean, it. it's uh, it's crushing. It's it's pledged 20,000. It's up to 100,000 right now. Okay, I'll shut up. Fuck me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know anything about comics. Wesley Snipes is the man. Clearly. Get it, Get it Snipes. Um, Clearly. Who's doing Wesley the Wesley Snipes comics, apparently? Original art by Preston uh, Esvito. Um, is. is that yeah. like a Marvel or DC guy? I have no I idea. I've never... I mean, you're right. The art does look pretty... Cut. Are you? Did I just talk myself into backing this book? Don't. Come on. Don't oh, save save thirty bucks. That's true. For your, child, for your child's like college fund or something. I don't. Man, know. he could listen. I thought you were gonna say he's not going to college. No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who wrote it besides Wesley Snipes because I just Snipes wrote it. Man, come on, that's what. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
it's kind of like when Keanu Reeves wrote that comic that uh, yeah but he, he just like have you read it I don't, I don't, I've, I've read I read the first volume it's not bad it, yeah it's not bad good. it's uh, uh, it, it, to me it's like yeah it's okay the celebrity comic is an interesting lane because it does, I feel, generate a lot of sales, and it does, I think, imagine behind closed doors get a lot of talk, yeah, um, in terms of like licensing and stuff, and like film or TV or you know studio talk, anyways. Yeah, because like, isn't Patton Oswalt or somebody like that doing the same thing over at Dark Horse right now? Probably. Yeah, one of them's got. I think it's Patton Oswalt's got like a, a universe or something. I have no um, idea, but that wouldn't Patton Oswalt. It wouldn't surprise me. He's written comics before. He's written some Firefly comics. Okay. Um, yeah. That actually weren't um, bad. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting lane. I've never gotten into those books, um, but it seems like the people that are involved usually benefit, um, at least initially. I don't you know. Oh, for I'm sure. sure. It's one of those where. Well, the 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 writer is Adam Lawson. So, uh, Wesley Snipes is the co-creator, uh, along with Keith Areem, and then Adam Lawson is the co-creator. Slide. He's the only one who's credited as the writer, though. So, okay, my guess Wesley Snipes helped create the character, and then Adam Lawson, you know, wrote the story, wrote the story, or wrote the actual script. Would kind there's of be my like, guess. I would imagine there's a studio deal behind it or something. Most likely. Imagine. Most likely. Yeah. Well, there was some other good news. Uh, it looked like the cover for uh, Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Returns, the original art, like the oh painting. Oh, my God. Yeah. How much did that go for? Like two and a half mil? Yeah, two and a half million dollars Jesus. in auction, um, which is, I think, great, honestly. I think that's really great. I love it, um, man. Really it, it, it it shows that, you know, comic art is a artistic, you know, medium, you know. Yeah, it's being taken seriously. Yep. It's not well, just it, it was the same it. with uh, Todd McFarlane. He had his final cover on his run of Spider-Man sold for two point four million recently. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was black and white, too. That was just black and white. Wow. So. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some good, good stuff coming out. Um I guess I wish I knew more about like actual comic news, but I haven't really been paying attention. If yeah, being we're, honest. we're terrible. Going well, on. I yeah, I think it's hard. to I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a bad comics journalist. I don't really consider myself a comics journalist in general. Yeah, good, because you're but, a uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't necessarily search for you could find comic news, but the comic news is like DC announced a new Batman story. Or, uh, you know, cool. You know, sometimes just good stuff. Like, have you, um, like, over on Zoop, there's a... What is Zoop? Uh, yeah, do you know what Zoop is? No. I think it's, like, Kickstarter's... Uh, it's, like, uh, an alternative to Kickstarter. Oh, interesting. Z-U-P-E? Yeah, it's, like, another crowd... Z-O-O-P. But there's a book called Groom Lake. Um, and it's uh, it's got... Uh, Chris Riles involved. He was oh, the cool. He's the former editor in chief of uh, IDW. Yeah. And I oh, Groom Lake. I'm looking the, at it right now. Yeah, he's one of the um, he's one of the the writers on it, and they're uh, they're doing like a crowdfunding for it right now. It's they're they're asking for seven grand. It's at about three. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking I at it right now. Advertisement for it, but it looks interesting. I don't really know what the book's about. Um, obviously, it has something to do with like Area 51. Yeah. You know, I like Ryle. Yeah, Ryle's a great guy, man. He does some really cool stuff. So, but I don't. There's no really samples of the art or anything except for just a cover. So I can't really say too much about it. Right. You know. But it looks like it has to do with like some UFO stuff. Hey, I you know I love that UFO stuff. I might uh, I might check it out. Yeah, it looks like it's got Ben Templesmith involved. Yeah. And it might be an anthology. I don't know. It looks like it's got a bunch of different artists um, oh, that's involved cool. in the book. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine a lot of it's dictated on whether or not it hits its goal. Sure, sure. That makes right. sense. It's got 20 days left. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, he's the co-creator on it. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh Yes, uh, somebody tagged me in this. That's how I found out about it. Oh, really? That's yeah. That's neat. Yeah, someone was like, "Oh, you gotta check this out." I think uh, Chris Ryle and I were like talk year a couple. It's from a couple year old conversation. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, we were talking about something about UFOs or something, just joking around, and then this this got posted, and somebody was like, "Oh, you gotta check it out." And so, nice. But it looks it looks fairly interesting. I don't know. Again, it's hard to tell when there's no art. Yeah, I, 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 I need to see those samples, you know. I need to or see Or at least them. the video. I need a good video. Yeah, yeah. Which, let me tell you, I've got some good ideas for uh, for some videos uh, when we do our I'm Kickstarter. Waiting. Well, I'm not going to oh, talk okay. about them here, but for the, the Are operation. Are we going to see some more video from you? I think so. I think so. And I, and I've got a great video idea for the uh um launch of our Kickstarter. Oh god. Oh yeah. Why am I terrified? Oh yeah. I, it better be good then. If it's bad, I'm going to let you know. No, it'll be good. It'll be good. Okay. Just as long as like you can actually like read the info on the screen and it's not just there for like 2 seconds at the very end of the video. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> When you play it, when I when I did the sample, okay, when I made the sample of that, it stayed there. And then when it uploaded into freaking Substack, it just went away super fast. So, well, you gotta, you know, you gotta have some, you know, it's gotta be there with the video play. Yeah, I, I got yeah. that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Listen, that video was awesome. I don't care. Yeah. I like to think I had a little hand in that. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you designed the the the, the pieces for it, so. Yeah, I threw those nice little filters on there. Yeah, those were awesome. I guess it's pretty easy. I should just send you that app so you can just use it. Well, it's it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's just got easy easy little filters. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I wonder if people. I hope people watched it. I hope people liked it. Yeah, we had some we had some views on it. I think people enjoyed it. Um, I showed it to a bunch of people too, and they all liked it. They thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I've got a, I've got just a epic, epic Kickstarter video in mind. So, well, walk me through it just a little bit. Give, us, give me a taste. Let's hear it. I'll. How's I'll, it? How does it open? All I will say, I'm not going to tell you how it opens. The only thing I'm going to say is that it involves. Agents B and T. It sounds like work. 
Oh, it's live action. <laughs> so I have to act? Is that what you're telling it's, me? It's live action. That I'm not saying anything else on air. Okay. I'm not saying anything else on air. Okay. Is the whole thing live action? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm terrified. Yes. I'm terrified. It's terrified. Yes. Wow. Wow. I thought you were getting, did you ever, how far did you ever get in that music video? You started putting a music video together for, uh, something. Um, not very far. Oh, okay. Not Just very curious. far. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. Uh, well, there are any, um, any hot movies coming out? I mean, Thor, Thor, you guys going to go see that? Oh yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll, yeah, we're going to go see it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. I want to see that. Um, the reviews say it's awesome. I mean, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Yeah. So, I mean, buff Natalie Portman and buff Tef Tessa Thompson. I mean, I'm in. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm in. Let's be honest. We know what scene got you in. As soon as you saw Hemsworth clothes get flicked away, you're like, I'm in. That's it. I'm in. That's it for me. We're going. We're going. Let's go wait at the theater. I'm actually at the theater right now on location, just waiting, just waiting, waiting for seats. Line. Yeah. There's nobody in front of you. You're just camped out. Yeah. Just like free the thunder cheeks. <laughs> I want the cheeks. Man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do you think we're actually going to get to see Hemsworth's just bare bonds? I mean, it won't right be his. It'll be a body double, but yeah. Why don't you think it'd be his? It, it never is. It's always a body it, double. I don't know. He's he's got them. I don't know. I want that thunder from down under. <laughs> don't don't ruin this moment for me. Well, somebody has to. I'm looking forward to it. It's getting. Really oh, I good. can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a fun movie. I think. I think. Christian Bale looks epic as the gore, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, gore the, the god, god butcher. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. I can't think of any. I mean, he's one of those actors, man. He can kind of do anything. So. Yeah, he's great. I'm. Yeah, it's gonna be a sick movie. I don't. Are there any other big? There's. That's about it, right? I feel like it's kind of a quiet summer for big blockbuster films. Yeah, I mean, Top Gun's already out. Haven't seen it yet, but I plan to. Um, I'm. I'm, I'm probably just gonna wait till it comes on demand. Um. Oh, I'm not gonna spend money to go watch that. No. No. I'll rent it when it comes out. Yeah, I'll, I'll stream it. I'm sure it'll be on HBO here soon. Yeah, still making money. Oh yeah, it's almost it's almost hit a billion dollars, which is crazy. That's so insane. Yeah, it's so insane. Crazy to think um, about, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's a fun movie though. Oh, it, Cruise makes he's crazy, but he makes crazy fun movies. He does. He does. He he makes good blockbusters. He, yeah. you know, he, he takes blood of children from Scientology and he infuses wow. it into himself. And then, uh, you know, then he can do all those crazy stunts. So I'm guessing we're not sponsored by Scientology. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I can't think of any religion that would sponsor us at this point. Um, Church of Satan. They might. They might. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. They're my They're people. Cool. They're my people. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I did go to the comic shop. I bought uh, well, comic shop there. I went to Gabby's with yeah. you. Yeah, and I got a few books. But I think we should take a quick break, and then we can get into all that kind of stuff. Let's do it. All right, I got a piss, man. I'll be right back. 
Check, one, two. Feeling better. We're back from our break. Back. I can't wait till we have a guest. <laughs> it's weird without a guest. I don't know what to do, especially if there's not a lot of like topics. Like Ricky Bobby, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, luckily we got uh, Mr. Bissett's coming back. Oh, I know. I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait. We had to push that one back, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. Well, you know, life. It happens. It's going to be hard, I think, getting guests from here on out, man. People are busy. Life. It is summertime, you know. Who wants to sit in a recording studio? Me, but I think that's about it. Yeah. Because I'm a vampire. A little bit. You love just sitting in that. I I do. I love it dark and cold and yeah. Yeah. Although I was was outside for quite a bit today and had a good time, you know. Got a little sun. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I went out uh went out for lunch, cruised around, wasn't too bad. Nice. Yeah. All right, so uh what have you been reading, Brian? Yeah, so uh like I said, I've been uh buying a lot of books. Well, I yeah, and I've been sick all week, so I've had like really clammy, sweaty hands. So I haven't really been reading any any of my books cuz I don't I don't want to mess with my paper, you know? That sounds like a weird excuse it is so weird but it's what it is and uh wow so i do i went i went for some comfort reading uh you know uh over the over the weekend like sunday monday when i wasn't feeling good i rewatched uh uh uh, the first season of invincible because that's all that's out right now and so i said hey i'm just gonna i'm gonna read some invincible this week and so uh okay yeah so i just been i've been reading some invincible uh such a great great book Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I'm on like uh, issue fifty, I think, at this point, and uh, okay. you know, uh, Mark has just has just basically uh, ditched the Global Defense Agency after he realizes that they utilize all of the people that he captures to their purposes, and he just gets fed up with it and quits. Um, it's a great book, man. Do you know his dad's a bad guy yet? Oh yeah, yeah, we're way past that. This is like he okay. meets his dad again. So we find out his dad's a bad guy, and then, you know, maybe like 10, 20 issues later, he meets his dad again on another planet. Um oh. where his dad basically is changed. You know, it's that fight with with Invincible changed him and said, I'm not gonna I basically betrayed my people, so I'm starting a life here. Uh I need your help because they're coming to get me. Um and then oh, we, weird. And then we find out that he remarries, right? Uh, uh, like what? a like a bug. He remi- he he finds like a bug mate, and they have a child who's like more human. What? And so he brings the human home, and his mom raises the human or raises the baby. Um, Whose mom? Mar- uh, Mark's mom. So his ex-wife raises. Yeah, because he's gone. He was captured by the Viltrumites. Yeah. Jesus. It, oh my god. There's so much. There's so much in that book, dude. Like it goes it guys get, just going around setting up franchises, huh? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so I got a question for you then. Yeah. What's uh what's Mark's dad's name again? Nolan. 
Do you think Omni Man? So the you know what the Omni Man? Yeah. And Homelander, like people are sizing them up. Who you think would win? That's like the big Omni Man. No, think no just, hands. Just own them. Yeah, I think he would. I think. Oh, I think Homelander would put up a fight, but Omni Man yeah. like wrecked planets, and like he's not just one. Like he's he's one of millions of Viltrumites. So. And that's the one thing about Homelanders. He doesn't really know the extent of his powers. He's never been tested. He's never actually tested it out. Right. Like how hurt he can get, how strong he right. And, is. And, you know, the thing with Omni-Man, too, is that he's thousands of years old. He's been in every single sort of fight you can imagine. So yeah. uh, I, I, I think I think experience, even if, you know, even if Homelander is slightly stronger, which I don't know if he is. Um, I think they I might be pretty so. on par, um, at least strength-wise. I think that, uh, you know, Homelander's got, the obviously, the laser eyes, but I think uh, Omni-Man's got him beat with speed and, knowledge, and fight IQ. And uh, I, I would say Omni-Man. I think Omni-Man would have the edge strength-wise. It doesn't we seem like doing a bloodbath on this right now. What's up? We should have been doing a bloodbath right now. Yeah. I just I don't think uh, I don't think Homelander is as strong as everybody thinks he is. Well, and he doesn't know how to fight. No, because he's never he's never been in a fight. You know yeah. that's the whole thing with all of those heroes. They've never actually been in a fight against like a worthy opponent. Yeah, they're almost like living off. Well, what about uh, what's his name? Noir. Uh, I was gonna say Soldier Boy though. Like he was in World War Two and stuff. Yeah, he was in World War II, but he wasn't fighting against equals. He wasn't fighting That's against true. peers, you know. Uh, yeah, and he is like, like bullets don't kill him and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's real easy to run through a, a hail of bullets when you know the bullets aren't going to even affect you. It's Exa like running through gnats. Exactly. They annoy you, yeah. but they don't They do not do anything. Yeah. It's yeah, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so... In, so you got pretty far in Invincible. Anything else? No, man. That's um, I've got. You know, I picked up "Do a Power Bomb" by Daniel Warren Johnson. I'm getting ready to read that now that I'm feeling better. Um, yeah. I'm ready to dive into uh, to some of my actual physical books. So I just picked up "Do a Power Bomb." I know. Well. And uh, well, I guess I was. With I you. was there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize, but the other two issues. There's two more issues that are out. Did you know that already? That's what I was told today. What? No, I had no yeah. idea. I thought issue one just came out. I did too, but apparently. Uh, so no. do you have two and three then too, or you just have issue no. one? No, no. Uh, an insider told me that because I I'm a little as much as I like do a powerbomb, I'm a little confused as to like where it's at. Like, is the pro wrestling real? Is it not real? It kind of walks that line. Um, I thought I, the, I thought the premise of it was whoever the whoever the main character is they land on a planet where it's real no that is well and, and they're not and they think wrestling is fake but the planet that or maybe maybe they just we haven't gotten there in that issue yet i don't in the issue yet i don't know yeah but, i mean i'm i'm an issue one it kind of ends with they go to another not planet but another dimension oh yeah yeah um and uh i don't know that was the one thing I was a little confused is I couldn't tell if, if wrestling the wrestling in this universe is fake or real. I think it's staged, but I don't know. Again, yeah, you know how I am with 
pro wrestling man. Yeah, I, like, uh, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I, I like pro wrestling, but it it tends to sometimes skirt that line of like being treated like it's real like a real sport sorry everybody uh, I, it's physically taxing but i don't know um i i think I, to really before i can make any kind of a like a solid opinion about it um i'm gonna have to see the other i'm gonna have to read some more issues for sure um but it does set up some interesting stuff um in the story uh and i I mean, and it's you know the art's fantastic, and the characters yeah. are really interesting, and things like that. But um, yeah, I'll be curious to see where it goes. Um, All right. What else? You reading anything else? Well, you gave me some weird comic that I read. What did I actually, give you? You gave me this comic from like I want to say it was like the six oh seventy four called. Kong, oh yeah, I, I picked that up in the in the vintage box because it had uh, it was a Bernie Wrightson cover. Yeah, and um, it's weird, man. It is such a. I mean, obviously, it's called Kong, so I imagine they probably didn't run with Beyond Number One with it. Most likely. <laughs> yeah, uh, it seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, but it's some old DC DC superstars. Yeah, uh, is what it's called. But enter the primitive world of Kong the Untamed, and as you know, it's kind of like a Tarzan ripoff, some yeah. blonde guy running around in a prehistoric world with like cavemen and trolls and dinosaurs and all kinds of stuff. Um, I read that, and um, yeah, it definitely was like vintage comic, you know, like. It definitely had that vibe. I, you know, what was interesting is the, the insides were actually really well done. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, you can probably hear me opening it. I can. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's good sound effects. That's good sound good effects. Sound effects. But yeah, like the internal art was actually really good. Um, I kind of enjoyed it better than the cover. Uh, oh wow. Like, you know. Yeah, it, it's a weird cover, man really strange cover i mean you saw it you saw it it's out at your house yeah yeah <laughs> it's very strange i totally yeah. forgot about it too until i was uh going through some books uh to get signed for SummerCon, and then i was like oh shit i got this for you like two years ago yeah yeah it it um i mean some of these old school comics man you just forget what like the i don't know there's so much weird stuff going on Right. Um, and like depictions of cave people from back then. Yeah. Back in the, it's just so strange, man. Yeah. Like, it's weird to think that this is what people thought of like the prehistoric world. Like, this is how they were like, oh, oh sure. Yeah, people running around. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's really well drawn. Like, it's very impressive. Like, how the art and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. He like, gets captured, then he breaks away, then he gets captured by some ape people, and then there's some ape women who uh, – <laughs> ape women who free him, and everyone's like hairy and gross and – you know. but then the Good. women are all like very beautiful. And oh, then of course. And he's like the only guy, like kid – Who's like blonde hair, blue eyed, you know? Oh no, yeah, and, and, yeah. and you know, hairless. That sounds but all about the right. Guys are just fugly. <laughs> <laughs> Big veiny monsters. Yeah, I know it's weird. It's everybody looks like a like a Conan character, kind of. 
But uh, yeah, that was kind of interesting. And then I picked up, um, I got a copy of uh, Zombie vs. Robots Classic. They're re-releasing uh, ZVRC. Okay. And um, and that's Chris Ryle and Ashley Wood. Oh, nice. Three just came out. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't read the comic, but um, when it originally came out, you know, the big books. Yeah. But I love the artwork and stuff. And oh, so sure. I picked that up, and there's some really cool stuff. Um, I don't – yeah, I'm, I'm just always curious as to what uh, – because I know they're still doing stuff with this. Really? So Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I would love to talk to them about this, but I I, I got it mostly just for the art. The art's really I love Ashley. Wood. I say I know it's you're just, an you're an Ashley Wood guy, so yeah, it's just really kinetic, and there's a lot of energy in his line work, um, and he's got this like organic kind of I w- I almost want to say sloppiness. Okay, but it, but it works really well. Um, he's just he's a he does some really fantastic stuff. Um, some weird stuff, but some really great stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and that's pretty much it. Uh, and he, he does mix, he does like a lot of, you know me, I'm colorblind, so I'm not a big fan of colored comics. Yeah. And so his are all tonal. They're all monochromatic. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's all gray tones. Yeah. And, stuff. and then he mixes medium, so he'll throw in like, it'll be like an oil painting in there. Just oh, randomly. that's awesome! Um, I'm gonna and these pick books that are up. thick too. Yeah, yeah, it's like a collection of like, I don't know, it's almost like a collection of short stories. But uh, yeah, it's really entertaining. All right, really fun stuff. I don't know. I like it. I just that's pretty much it. I haven't read any any major. Gra- I'm trying to get through decorum, but it's a lot to. I need to sit down and just read the whole thing. Yeah, I get that. I get yeah, that. I, I like what Mike Huddleston's throwing down. So I just got to sit down and actually read it. But, uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I didn't read too much. Uh, yeah. Since coming back, I was exhausted. It's been an off week for me, for sure. Like, I haven't left the house, you know, in days. So, yeah. Yeah. Completely, which is completely understandable. Yeah, I've been just trying to get caught up in work, failing to do that. Just because <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. No, I, just, I barely worked this week, so I, I get that. It's been. Yeah been out i'm starting to finally be on the on the you know the other end so yeah yeah and it sounds like there's a bunch of cons coming up oh yeah it's coming out i got uh i'm probably going to rose city or i'm going to emerald city i don't know if i'm going all four days but i'm at least gonna go one or two uh so they don't do uh emerald city in order to get a press pass you have Mm -hmm. to be like some sort of like news organization journal or, or a journalist or something like that so if you're a podcast you have to you have to apply for pro badge pro badges oh, so okay. i applied for a pro badge and i got approved so Did you get uh, it for free uh it's was 25 bucks for four days um it's not bad no i'm not mad at that uh so i'm at least gonna go day one you know and yeah go check it out yeah I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, that sounds that sounds like fun. Yeah, so hopefully I'll uh, be able to, you know, hit up. I gotta I gotta look at the list and hit up a few people and see if I can't get a couple of a uh, couple of spot interviews or something. You know, get something going. So yeah, seems like we were just there. I know, right? Well, we December, so they 
Yeah. Typically, it's a March show. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So I'm going to go. I why they're doing it in the middle of August. I guess it's just, just scheduling. It's just- I think, yeah, I think scheduling. I, I bet you it'll be back in March next year would kind of be my guess. You know, they'll get it okay. back on the regular, the regular schedule because uh, having that and then Rose City a month later um, doesn't really stretch them out very well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... Are you going to do Rose City too? Always, always do Rose City. Yeah. 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 I've been I've been every year for since uh, I think 2016. So I kind of I kind of always Rose City is kind of like my my home show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to Rose City in a, quite a while. I I remember your last. I was I picked you up and I picked oh, you up from the right. airport. Your last Rose City. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh I'm trying to think. Did I table at that? You did. Yeah. Oh. Jesus. Jesus. I know. You think that think the turnout will be any good this year? I mean, I know that publishers are gonna be back it so That helps. Yeah, so that that'll help. Um you know, the artist alley has been in the guests. They've they've got some good guests. I mean Jim Lee is gonna be there. Uh, which I've got some books that I could get signed by Jim Lee. So um, <laughs> I'll probably just give them to like CGC and have them do it. I'm not going to stand in that line um, <laughs> unless he's there so Friday. Let me, let me ask you this. What but, is in the value of getting signatures? Now, I know that it, what it means, but like, why do you want to get your books signed? I'm just curious. Uh, just for the, va- the value of the books. Okay. Okay. It's just that's it. It depends on the depends on the depends on the person, you know. Um, sometimes it's uh, I really, you know, for for Jim Lee, I'm a huge fan of his work, um, but I also am at the point in my life like I'm not standing in a three hour long line. Um, yeah. Uh, there's very few people I would stand in a three hour long line for. Uh, you know, who I think, would you stand in line for? Uh, Mark Hamill. Really? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Mark Hamill, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, okay, that's creepy. Not like, very many other people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't think that I, I wouldn't stand in line for anything. Yeah. I don't. If I'm being honest, I can't even think of something. Yeah. I think I, I honestly think Mark Hamill would be. He'd be the one of the only ones I could think of. Um, I think you know in 2015. Get like a photo and a signature or something from him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would stand in line just to for three hours just to meet Mark Hamill. You know, um, what what how what would you even say to him? I would. I would. Okay, if I'm Mark, Hamill, I would probably weep. I probably wouldn't be able to get a word out. I would probably weep. I would thank him for the for for the memories of my childhood. Um, he, the whole time he'd just be like, "That's so weird." Okay, sure. No, he would love it. Thousand dollars, and I would happily pay. If my if now if my wife met, if the Queen of Beards met Mark Hamill, she would weep because Mark Hamill looks like her dad. That's, okay. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. The only guy who looked like my dad was Roy Scheider, and he died a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I don't know. There's not. I don't know, man. I just. I feel like I'm too old. My body, like if I could bring like a little chair, you just sit down, you know, I mean, you, you could, I guess no I could stop you. I guess I could just bring a little camp chair and just pop it down. 
Yeah. But bring one of those geriatric chairs. You oh, know, that people yeah. put in the showers. You should oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're, now we're talking. Just sit there. Oh, it's part talking. of my cost. If I, if you know, if I still had my dad's, uh, I got, I, you know, I, I donated it after he after he died. But his he had like a super nice electric wheelchair with like like a gel pad seat. I could just rock that. But why are you in the wheelchair, sir? Laziness. Just, <laughs> just, just laziness. pure laziness. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think I could wait in line for anybody. If I'm being honest, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It just be too weird. Or I'd just fly Bear up and just ha- pay her to stand in line for me, and then seems like that's what people were doing. Yeah, she made some money. She did make some money standing in line. Yeah, like bucks. Yeah, and she got a free dinner out of it. Yeah, that was gonna happen regardless. Yeah, I mean, she was getting a free dinner. It just was whether I was buying it or somebody else was buying it. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So the next con then for you is Emerald City, and that's in a couple months. Yep. Yep. Wow. A little over a month away, and then Rose City after that. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm not. I'm done with cons. I'm all done with cons for the year. Yeah. I'm not doing a single. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. One. I mean, from where you live and trying to get to a con is already a, like a hassle enough. It was a yeah. It was yeah. a hassle. I don't blame you. I mean, it'd be fun to do one more, I guess, but I'm just, I don't, I don't have the energy this year. Yeah. Too tired. I just need to get these books done. I need to make books. That's it. Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I might do, uh, I might do Grit City Comic Show, but like actually have, have a table. Um, You should for the, for Blue Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like if we're getting ready to launch a Kickstarter, I'll definitely like get a table um, and then, uh, and we can, uh, you know do some you know cards or whatever but yeah yeah or you can order whatever you want you know whatever you want man yeah your table yeah i mean like you can go crazy well i probably won't go too crazy but we should do just cards and then postcards or something and then some books some of the which books the the leftovers that we have from summer con oh okay that's not very many i know we sold a lot of them yeah yeah, you got like what six, seven? Eight? Yeah, I think I have like seven of them. Yeah. Yeah, probably need more than that. So what would you do? Do an order of books, mini books? <sighs> probably not. I don't know, man. Because I don't know if I would. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It's See, the, now you're in my territory. Yeah. In that weird territory. You're like, well, do I go in unprepared or underprepared, or do I go in overprepared? But if I did that, if I did that, then I would just want to like replace the back page with the kickstarter page yeah like a kickstarter ad you know um something like that but yeah we'll see we'll see when it gets closer i haven't decided if i'm gonna if i'm gonna do it yet um yeah yeah it just kind of depends yeah i mean you got those banners why not i do have some sweet sweet banners <laughs> yeah those turned out pretty good i was surprised at how good those were yeah they look good they look good yeah but uh yeah man uh i think it's kind of a bare bones episode man like there's not much to talk about there's not uh not a ton of news no i mean there's a ton of news not good comic book news no good. good news yeah no not at all so but all right. Well, uh, 
why don't we wrap this up and then uh, we'll have another big episode. We got a great episode coming up oh, this Sunday. Yeah, can't wait. With Bissette. And then uh, I think we got a few other guests in the queue. All right. Up. All right. Well, why don't I uh, why don't I take us home? Take us home, man. All right. So bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. I'm just going to get right down to it. That is the home of Blue Tiger Revenge. That is the home of Operation Blue, which if you're already subscribed, you know that there's a new page up for you right now. So go check it out. If you haven't, free subscription. Get on it. You get notified every single time we post a page, every single time we post an episode. There's no filler. There's no spam. It's just direct comic book goodness right to your email every single time time know it love it subscribe share with your friends let's go um wow yeah i like it yeah that's all i got man that's all i got do you have anything else no i have nothing nothing i am all out of tiger milk i'm tired i've got to do this cover that i don't want to do i have to go ink it yeah just take it home oh if that's the case what time is it Hit the music.